Okay, today's episode of Unapologetic is brought to you by nobody because it is the second episode and we don't have any sponsors yet. If you're interested in sponsoring, and uh, I'd love it because I'm currently broke like a motherfucker, please email me at whatever my email is on the website somewhere. Saturday night, Saturday night, 30th of June, May, nearly June. Fucking crazy. The year's halfway done already. We're halfway through 2020 and I've left my apartment four times in the last two months. Do you remember when we were all uh, back in January when coronavirus was just sort of coming into the forefront of the of the news and the media and we all thought it wasn't really that serious and then here we are six months, pretty much six months into the year and Basically, the whole planet's locked down. It's wild. It's got even crazier here in Los Angeles. The last three or four days, people have been rioting. People have been out on the streets protesting. The uh, the well, they've been protesting a lot of things, but it all started with the the George Floyd killing. Um, <clears throat> it's wild. The the I got a message this afternoon saying the mayor of LA had put the whole city on a curfew from eight thirty eight thirty PM tonight. I went down I was playing Call of Duty with my friends. I looked down at my phone, it was like an Amber that I get a it comes up with this sort of message from LAPD saying this whole city's on a curfew from eight thirty to five thirty AM. Um it's so 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 crazy I didn't go out today I didn't go protesting I wanted to but with the whole COVID thing I just thought I'd give it a miss you can there's a helicopter flying over right now nearly nearly 11 o'clock at night I think this is going to be going on I don't think we'll be sleeping much tonight it's it's just so loud we've got police cars driving past every five minutes it's insane they were rioting down on Fairfax today and I think, I believe, from the reports I've been hearing, it's the police who've been escalating things. It's mostly peaceful from the, the civilians that were there. That were there. And um, the police escalated it for, for whatever reason. There were, so they were, I think, I believe they started down by the Grove today. A big group of people at Pan Pacific Park. I saw a, a flyer at 12 p.m., and then I, yeah, I don't know where they went, but I mean, it's fucking crazy. It's absolutely insane. I mean, I just hope everyone stays safe. Everyone out there protesting stays safe and looks after themselves because police have been going absolutely fucking crazy across the country. I saw a video of uh, a squad car in New York um, on Twitter this morning and it ran down. <clears throat> There were protesters standing in front of it to stop it from to stop it from moving, and it it it, it stopped, and then it like um, it like nudged them, and well not not it I said it aggressively nudged them like it pushed them pretty hard like people fell over fell backwards. They're basically trying to run people over because they stopped them from moving. That's fucking wild. Like, 
it's 2020 and that's happening it's absolutely just bizarre it's bizarre probably isn't the isn't the right word it's horrific and wrong and i think it's not just an america problem i think it's a world problem like for example in england the same shit happens in a different country 3000 miles away and it's fucking exact same shit's happening it's it's a shame it's just a shame and it needs change and that's why people are out on the streets right now saw the uh, saw the NASA Elon Musk space, SpaceX launch this morning that was pretty cool I saw it I, wa- I watched the whole show three or four days ago whenever it was when it got cancelled because of the weather four and a half hours five hours four and a half hours I was watching it for and then 17 minutes before the launch they say it's scrubbed because of bad weather which I get. I mean, you've got to be careful, but it was legitimately one cloud in the sky. They kept showing overhead shots of Florida where they were taking off. And I, I'm pretty sure it's Cape Canaveral. And it was one cloud in the sky. And they kept saying it's a thunder warning. And if, if, if they could go on for another 10 to 15 minutes after the, the launch time, they would be able to. But for some, they, they kept saying they had like a an instantaneous launch or something I don't know what that means but I'm basically guessing that it meant they could only launch at that time because everything was synced up to that time or something I don't know but um, I saw, it made me laugh this was last night I believe I was looking through Twitter as I do every night before I go to sleep and I saw a video of a Russian rocket launch they I think I don't know if it was an old one or a recent one <laughs> Uh, but they launched a Soyuz, which I believe is a Russian or a Russian type of satellite. And it was getting hit by lightning as it was going up. It was the craziest shit. But it just shows that that you can launch in those in bad weather. Like I wondered how bad it would affect it if it got struck by lightning, because obviously when you're flying and you get struck by lightning, the plane is mostly okay. It's the fuselage that gets hit. Um, you know there's another helicopter there's helicopter number two in the last seven minutes it'd be so crazy to be an astronaut to go through the whole day I watched it pretty much since the beginning of the uh, the broadcast it showed it followed the astronauts the whole way through from getting suited up walking up taking the lift the elevator to the uh, to the capsule strapping them in with three hours to go or something and then they're just sat there going through the motions doing all the final checks and then seven minutes 17 minutes before they're they're basically sitting on a loaded rocket about to shoot off into space they get told nah nah boys you're not going sorry lads I mean they, they they end up going three days later four days later and I think they're I think it's said they take 16 hours to get to the ISS and it launched now, so they're probably about halfway there, wherever that is above us. But mentally, that's got to be kind of odd, you know? It's def- it wasn't either of their first times in space. Um, they were like... Um, one, they were, one guy was kind of old, I was quite surprised. He was probably like mid-50s, almost. I don't know if there's an age limit to go into space. Especially because of the G-forces, the body, I guess, is, it's got to be able to handle it still so crazy to think about it <clears throat> 60 years ago we went to the moon and we haven't been back it's, it's, 
I don't want to be the one to say conspiracy theorist, but uh, we, we really haven't been back in 55 years, 60 years. The Russians have never even been, and they're, I would say, America's biggest space rivals besides the Chinese. None of those have been to the moon or have put a person on the moon. It's interesting. It's very, very interesting. I'm just over Corona, bro. I'm over it. I don't know. It's going to go on for a lot longer yet, I think. And I'm just... I'm just over it, bro. You know? I can't be bothered with it anymore. I'm not going to be one of those people that decides, oh, just because I'm bored, I'm going to start going out. I'm not going to start going out again. But I'm over it. I can't wait for the day it's finished. I want to go home. I'm excited to go home and see my friends, play some golf with them. I miss playing Hammer with the boys at Banstead Downs in South London. I'm just going out, going to the pub, watching the football. Football's back, actually. 17th of, uh, 17th of June, which is good for me and my roommate because we're bored out of our minds. He still works from home, but uh, 17th of June, football's back. And they're running a... Uh, a condensed fixture list to get all the games in as quickly as possible pretty much it's kind of a bittersweet thing because there's going to be multiple games a day until they finish the season pretty much which is amazing for us because we get summer to watch some sport again back on the TV but at the same time you've got to watch Liverpool win the league Champions League 2018-2019 and then Premier League 2019-2020 they've got to be up there for one of the best one of the best teams of all time, the current team. Up there with Chelsea 04 05, United probably 06 07, 07 08. And then City 12, 12, 11, 12. Or City 15, 16. You know, it's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I've been watching, I watched a little bit of the Bundesliga matches, but it's just strange. The guys, I saw Leipzig, who play in the Austrian League have their trophy celebration yesterday because they, they got given the league. And even though they were playing a match 20 minutes earlier, contact against the other team, you know, full contact, not social distancing. For the trophy ceremony, they put little circles out on the, uh, on the mat that they were all standing on and six feet apart, I'm guessing it was. It looked it. And had the trophy celebrations. It, it was the most strangest, bizarre-looking thing. No fans lifting the, lifting the cup to no fans. It was just, it's just odd. I don't, I don't agree with sports coming back without fans. Really, I think it's pointless. I think fans are pretty much a hundred percent what, what, what makes sports anyway. It's who pays all. Is who pays for everything pretty much. If there were no fans, they wouldn't do it. You know. Um, I understand people were very deprived of sports at the moment and probably want something to watch at home and I totally get that because I'm in the same boat but I mean it's just shit it just takes away it's not the same looking forward to travelling once COVID's over I don't know so I was supposed to do a McKenzie Tour Q School in March which is the PGA Tour in Canada and I was really excited because Vancouver the first event I believe is in Vancouver and I've never been and I if you look at like if you look at an image of Vancouver like look at that 
like it doesn't look real look at that how is the how have I look at it just looks like something out of the future that's absolutely gorgeous apparently it's super expensive I'd move there fuck yeah I don't know what the golf's like it's Canada I guess so it's pretty cold and wet <laughs> look at that you can go skiing you've got the mountains right there you've got the ocean or the lake or whatever that is the bay they need to move the grizzlies back there man get Jar Morant that should be his city not Memphis as fun as Memphis is that place that place needs an NBA team Start to play, starting to play a little more golf, which is good. I'm playing tomorrow, uh, Sunday morning. Gonna head out there, hit some balls. Probably play nine holes. <laughs> I tell you what, me and my roommate played, played Soul Park with a buddy of ours from college. Uh, probably last weekend, I think it was. No, it was Memorial Day on the Monday, Memorial Day. And my legs, man, my legs are absolutely gone. I, after seven, eight holes, <laughs> seven or eight holes, I was absolutely done. Legs were done, exhausted. Coming up 14, 15, I was wobbly. I don't know what it was. I don't know if I... Admittedly, I, I didn't eat anything. I ate, I think, half a Subway, which has probably more than likely got something to do with it. But, I mean, I couldn't believe it. The next... I don't... The next day, my... my my legs were killing me. It was like I'd had a serious leg session and I'd walk, only walked seven miles. I need to start running. I need to start doing some cardio because when tournament started up again, two, three rounds, absolutely no fucking chance of my making that. I'm so unfit right now. The last dance is over. It was unreal. That Jordan, Michael Jordan is, he's uh, just... He got upset at the end saying people are going to think he's a, he's a douchebag and asshole once they see the series. I don't see it like that. The guy was just an absolute winner. He was just a winner. You know, he, he got choked up at one point saying if people didn't want to didn't want to play that way then then don't play that way. But he, he was just a pure winner. I, I see so much of Kobe what Kobe is in him you know those 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 absolute win at all costs you know the Tiger Woods Michael Jordan Kobe Bryant you know those guys they're not they're not necessarily the greatest people to hang out with they're not the most fun you know because that's the only thing that matters to them it's the only thing is just winning they're not the kind of people you'd want to go to the pub with, for example, and have a drink. Because that's it. It's the only thing. All they care about from the moment they wake up in the morning to the moment they go to bed is, is, is winning. I remember when I was younger, I'd, uh, Tiger put his, his daily schedule up on, uh, on his website. And when I was younger, during the summer months, I tried to uh, sort of copy it. 
I wouldn't even get close. Wouldn't even get close. Not even. I couldn't even do a day. The guy. The guy wakes up at six a.m., five thirty a.m., works out, hits balls, works on his short game, goes and plays nine holes, has lunch, works on his putting, goes and plays eighteen holes in a cart. Comes back, does range work, does more short game work. Goes home, has dinner, works out. Goes back home, and then it's rest time. Goes to bed at 9, 10, gets up at 5.30 to do it all again the next day. It's crazy. I'm sure, that, well, there are stories. We know stories of Kobe, Kobe and Dwight Howard. When Dwight Howard was on the Lakers, Kobe would always beat him to the gym. And Dwight kept getting there earlier and earlier and earlier. And Kobe was still there before him because that's what they expect. That's absolutely what they expect out of everyone they're with on the same teams as them. They're just winners, man. And I, I, I get it, but I mean, fuck. You know? I'd love to see, love, love to see a Tiger 30 for 30. A Tiger Woods, I saw an ad, a commercial, I was watching the UFC tonight, Tyron Woodley against Gilbert Burns, Gilbert Burns just dominated him, all five rounds, the guy's an absolute animal, just a stud, but I, I, they, they showed a commercial for a Bruce Lee 30 for 30, I cannot wait for, I don't know when it comes out, but I'm super, super excited about that, I'd love to see a Tiger Woods one. A Tiger Woods 30 for 30, properly done by ESPN, not some YouTube film. I think that'd be so, so awesome. Maybe a Phil Mickelson would even be fun if they if they showed You know, Phil Phil loves playing up to the crowd and whatnot, but if they showed the real stuff like how he got into trouble and how Callaway bailed him out, all that stuff, if they really did it properly. If he'd even be open to that, which I doubt, that would be something awesome. Um, even a, even a Rory one would be awesome, awesome to see. The match was uh, was such a fun watch. Was such a fun watch. Woods and Manning. One one up. I love I love hearing hearing sportsmen mic'd up. For example, with the UFC tonight, because of the no crowds in the uh, in the room where they were holding holding the fights, you could hear everything the fighters were saying. It's so fascinating to hear professional athletes at the top level mic'd up. There's just something different about it. Like in the NFL, if you go onto YouTube or whatever, you get the whole mic'd up series, even in the Super Bowl. And they're chatting shit to each other, and it's hilarious. But especially with golf, I feel like it's, it's even different, because you might not have the same sort of fun interactions while they're playing tournaments, but it's still an awesome addition for everyday people to hear the conversations that take place during a, a final round for example 
I know when the guys are filming, they throw a microphone out and you can hear the caddies and players' conversations. But you don't get that. You only get that when they're standing over the ball, you know? I'd love them to get mic'd up for, for basketball. I'd most of all, I'd love them to get mic'd up for football, but it'd just be a lot of swearing, you know? In rugby, the referees are mic'd up. In pretty much every other sport, the referees are mic'd up. You hear rugby on TV when you're watching the referee, you can hear the referee, what they're saying to the players, the reasons for giving fouls and penalties and whatnot. In the NFL, the referee turns to the crowd on a, on a speaker system, announces what the foul is, what the penalty is. In the NBA, they don't, but you can hear everything they're saying through the, through the TV coverage. And then in, in football or soccer, there's nothing. You have to like get right up to the screen, squint your eyes and try and lip read what the ref's saying to the players. But I mean, I think they started to in Australia. I think they started to give the referee mic, mics and GoPros. So you could see it from the referee's point of view. It was really interesting. But yeah, a Tiger Woods, a Tiger Woods 30 for 30 would be awesome. Speaking of UFC, there's uh, there's a lot of talk on Twitter and social media between John Jones moving up to heavyweight to fight Francis Ngannou. I think I don't know if it's the best move for John. They had him. They have him as a, as a uh, as an underdog. I don't know when he was the last time he was he was an underdog. I don't know the last time going into a fight John Jones was an underdog. I can't see the fight going ahead. I, I don't see I don't see why the UFC would, would would let that happen. I really don't. There's there's no there's no bonus for them if that fight happens. What do they get out of it? They have John Jones moving up from light heavyweight to heavyweight, which is good for the UFC. But they they feed him straight to Francis, who is a killer, just an absolute mountain, just a wrecking ball. The way he the way he finished Rosenstrike was absolutely incredible. Seventeen seconds, sixteen seconds, and I mean Rosenstrike is is no Daniel Cormier, definitely no Steve Miocic. And he's definitely no John Jones, but how much has Francis improved from the first time he fought Stipe is the real question because John Jones is he's a big boy for light heavyweight. Most of the people he fights are, are smaller. I think John walks around at about two two hundred and thirty pounds and the and the weight limit for light heavyweight is two two oh five? Two oh five. And Nagano, he's going to be giving up 20, 25 pounds on Nagano. Nagano's a big, big fella. And he hits like an absolute, just a wrecking ball. You know, his last four fights, I think the total time is about 45 seconds. For his last four fights. He spent no more than 45 seconds. This is absolutely insane. And then, also chatting some shit is Usman and his manager Ali Abdelaziz talking to McGregor about a possible welterweight title fight which I hate 
I absolutely hate for Connor. As much as I love him, as everyone knows, I'm a big, big Connor fanboy. That's just not not a great, great matchup for him. Usman walks around about 200 pounds. So it's 30, 30 pounds heavier than what Connor walks around at. And I mean, he's just huge. The way he ragdolled Tyron Woodley for 25 minutes. I just don't see that fight going well for Connor. I think there's other there's other fights to be made, like Gaethje. What was that noise? There's other fights to be made, like Gaethje. Um, depending on what happens with him and Khabib. Even Connor Ferguson. I don't want to see Connor Poirier. I don't think that's an interesting fight to anyone. He's already he beat him once in 20 seconds, 25 seconds. I don't think there's any, any need to run that back. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's very interesting, the UFC at the moment. I don't know. It's Again, it's a shame because with the Gaethje-Ferguson fight, that, that arena would have been absolutely filled to the brim and so loud if fans were allowed. But it was empty. And it, it's a give and take because it's cool to see, to, to see and hear what the coaches are saying what well, the fighters are chatting shit to each other, you know, but it's not the same and it's definitely worse. I've been playing too much, too much Warzone. Let me tell you, if anyone wants the smoke on the Warzone, they can get it. I, I, I really think I might be one of the best in the world. I, I've played this, this game non-stop for, since, since the beginning of March, I'd say a solid six or seven hours a day with the boys we've got a great squad it's so much fun it's just so much fun we put the headset on you know we're talking in all these military terms it's hilarious bro it's so funny but it's so much fun I just you sit there you play three games and all of a sudden that's two and a half hours you know it goes by so fast like thank god I have an Xbox because I have no idea what I don't know what people do like video games has been the ultimate time killer for me at the moment because we have so much time we need to just get through it till the end of quarantine and I, I, I for the life of me man I don't know what people do what do, what do they do all day please let me know what you're doing all day to stay busy because besides binging Netflix shows which I've been doing I've been re-watching The Office constantly which is in my opinion the greatest TV show of all time maybe maybe second to only fools and horses but the office's characters are just whole, just so funny I think Dwight is the greatest character ever made he's he's the funniest and I've got a little bit of a controversial take with the office because I think Pam in the first couple of seasons of The Office, Pam was cool. You know, she was fun when she was with Roy. Um, but she turned into a fucking, just an asshole when her and Jim got married. She started to control him when he wanted to start the business in Philadelphia, which is like an hour away from Scranton. She was like, I'm not moving to Philadelphia with the family. 
when he was pursuing this like multi-million dollar business idea in sports marketing but when she wanted to go to New York to art school for six months he was cool with it you know I just I did not like her character her character arc I thought she just turned into a bit of a a bit of a wanker really this is just not nice controlling toxic very very toxic and Jim's the boy he deserves everything the guy's a goat absolute hero him and Dwight him and Dwight 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 just ugh. the guy's a fucking legend absolutely unreal Rain Wilson does such a good job I drove past a uh, <laughs> a Russian cuisine place in Hollywood uh, a couple of days ago when I was going out to get food. Russian Roberts, Russian. You can hear the police sirens again outside. It's just stupid. What time is it now? Ten past eleven. You can hear police sirens outside. Sick. Um, yeah, Roberts Russian cuisine in Hollywood off La Brea thinking about starting a food series where a couple of us go around Los Angeles and each episode would be trying some just god awful restaurant we can find in Los Angeles and making a video out of it I think it has the potential to be quite funny we were looking at the uh, menu for Robert's Robert's Russian cuisine first of all first of all Robert does not sound like a very Russian name Okay. Just my first take on the on the whole rush, on the whole restaurant, and we looked at the menu, and there was no stroganoff, which I would have thought, considering it's a Russian dish, one of the biggest Russian dishes. But there were frog legs, so I'm thinking of creating a video at some point next week, where we're not going to dine in, obviously, because dining still is not happening here in Los Angeles. But we're going to order some frog legs and we're going to try them. And I've never tried frog legs. I've never tried snails. Been to France a million times. I've never tried snails. I'd like to try snails at some point. Um, but we're going to try some frog legs next week. So if that sounds like a, a fun idea for a video series, please leave a comment and let me know if you're interested in that. Um, yeah, bro, it's it's crazy times here in Los Angeles. It's it's just it's like something out of a movie. The last week, the whole year, to be honest, you know, twenty twenty just gets weirder and weirder, and it, it it's it's almost it's scary. It's scary how it's progressing, because you never know what tomorrow is going to bring, and the whole of twenty twenty it seems like it's nothing but bad shit happening. And Corona isn't going away. You know, even when even when things open up again, which is starting to do all over, it's not going to go away. It's still going to be there. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do to get around it. it sucks. Been playing a lot of uh, a lot of darts with the roommate. Every night we've been playing a 101 because neither of us are good enough to play anything more. And uh, 
we do all right. We do all right. We we we're, we're not bad at getting down. It's just the doubles. Neither of us are very very good at. And we have a blackboard in our uh, apartment. We've been keeping track of scores. It's currently currently twelve to ten. Not in my favour. Um, but it's just the doubles, man. We can't hit the doubles. We really really struggle with the doubles. We're sitting there for 20, 25 minutes trying to hit a double one because we keep hitting, <laughs> because we keep hitting the whole way down and we get to like three, you know, and then you go one, double one, check out and it's just brutal. And we're standing there for 15 minutes not being able to hit double one, keep busting on the first dart. It's a nightmare, bro. It's a nightmare. I'm also thinking about doing a course vlog series. Um, so if you'd be interested in that, please again leave a comment. Uh, yeah, I think we've pretty much, pretty much covered everything we want to here. Um, like, subscribe. Don't do anything stupid. Um, be safe. You know, whatever. Stay inside. Don't be an idiot. See you later.